You know, this is great. It's, it's, it's um, the first step was just kind of re uh, shifting the, mm. let me back up even one number step there is just pausing a moment mm. and then asking basically, is this real or is this sort of imagined? Is it clean pain or is it dirty pain? Hip, 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 Hey, hey, welcome to Let's Hipply This. This is your host, Claudia Williams, and today I welcome Patrick back to the show to practice some hipply. He is feeling tarry about unclear communication. Pay attention to the following hipply tools and concepts. Tarry feelings point to crossed boundaries and unmet needs. And tarry feelings can be split into clean and dirty pain. Dirty pain is the tarry feelings, the shame, blame, judgments we pile on top of what is actually happening. And what's actually happening is the clean pain. There is self-judgment. And we talk about the it's okay technique. We do a little parts work and then back to all those thoughts. The dirty pain. And it's okay. Because when we heal ourselves, we heal the world. So join me in making a difference. One hipply moment at a time. Enjoy the show. Well, hi, Patrick. Welcome back to the show. I'm excited to practice some hipply with you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yay. Glad to have an opportunity to practice again. Yes, 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 yes. So... What's going on for you today? What are you feeling tarry about? Or maybe what's your area of least satisfaction? You know what? Um, this just happened. So this was interesting. I was presenting a um, workshop that I wanted to do to a uh, nearby yoga studio. Um, hadn't heard back from I hadn't heard back from the owner for a little while and we had a little exchange but then 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 it, there was like this lull in between and then so I finally wrote back to her um you know but I was feeling really sorry about it like oh she didn't like my idea she doesn't want me to work there or whatever you know the the um uh exaggerated thoughts that tend to come up and um, and I did get back to, and then she did get back to me just uh, yesterday, and I just read the the email, and um, and she was like, no, I actually really loved your idea. I think you know, I think it's great, but we basically just need to like figure out how to market it better. Like we need we need like a really good title for it that markets itself. And right now, I'm a, a little bit um, the way I explained it to her was a little bit, you know, a little bit wordy, a little bit academic maybe, and um, not great for marketing. So so what's Tari about that are all the little things that happened in between there. One is um, those sort of like self-deprecating thoughts of like, oh, you know, my idea wasn't good enough. Yeah. That's one. But the other one then is then, you know, even though, and I think this one actually even gets more into the meat of things, is that even though she wrote back with a positive response, 
she's asking something of me that seems a little bit challenging of me kind of getting my idea into a succinct title, you know, or marketing speak. Yeah. Yeah. And then I feel like, oh, no, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I can see. I can see why the Tari feelings are coming in. And um, yeah, and it makes sense. What you're saying makes sense, right? She comes back a little bit later and then with a suggestion for changing things. So it makes sense yeah. that you are having all those thoughts. And what's coming up for me is like this concept of clean pain and dirty pain, right? So mm. tar, mm -hmm. I define in Hibley as um, shame, blame, judgment. So sort of layering on stuff onto what's happening already. So in, in psychology, there's this concept of clean pain as like the actual situation, what's happening, what's um, what needs to be grieved, what is really the pain, the real pain, and then the dirty pain are all the thoughts and tar you're having about it. Yeah, so absolutely. in this situation, what would be the clean pain and the dirty pain? Yeah, the clean pain was hard because once you take out the dirty pain is it actually pain anymore <laughs> i think that's the yes. point well, well that's i was a good going to thing say to notice right right there yeah i was going to say like the gap in time and communication yeah. felt like a little bit of pain like there was yeah. like yeah yeah so that's but the clean. only thing that it is clean but the only thing that really made that painful was um sort of what becomes the stories about it maybe yeah, yeah. a little you bit make of, it mean that she's not getting back to you yeah like i thought she wasn't doing so because i made up a story that yeah she rejected me basically yeah, yeah. and so is that clean or dirty yeah the story is so that so that's that yeah. that the story is dirty pain because that's yeah. that was totally kind of in my own head made up yeah um the other clean so I guess if there was a clean pain portion of like her request of me is just that uncomfortability with trying to push myself to figure out some new language that I haven't figured out yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know yeah. it's just, how do I talk about this in a, in a way that's attractive for, you know, people who might want to sign up for a workshop. Yeah. And, um, cause I can talk about it, you know, like actually have conversations to, with people about it, but how do I make that into a five word title or, or something of that sort? And so that part feels like actual, a little bit of that clean pain because it's, there's, there's a struggle there in just coming up with those, the creative words there. Yeah. And then if I could just go through like the dirty pain on that is sort of some self-judgment that I'm not yeah. going to be able to figure it out or, you know, these sort of I, um, negative feelings of like, oh, I can't do it or yeah, am I... Yeah. Do I, you know, maybe there's some dirty, dirty pain kind of thoughts about like what I believe marketing to be that it's sort of like mm. shallow or maybe I'm copying other people or it's not creative enough. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's there's a bunch of little thoughts in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, good job analyzing that and noticing where the clean pain is really a very small portion of it. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm noticing. It actually becomes very, very small. <laughs> yeah. And it's okay. And of course, there's all this dirty pain because we're all socialized living in this culture. That's how we do, we work. And 95% mm. of our thoughts are subconscious based on generalizations and beliefs and things that yeah, so the all the tar, all the dirty pains comes from our subconscious. So you're doing nothing wrong. Mm. It's perfectly understandable and normal, and it doesn't serve us. So that's where we get to make different choice if we so choose. So yeah, why why do you want to do a workshop at this yoga studio? Like, what's your why? You don't have to do this. Mm -hmm. You don't have to mm -hmm. deal with her, right? The one way to get rid of the pain is to just get rid of. Yeah, I don't even have to do it at all. Yeah. Right. Why do you want to do um, it? Well, it's a yoga studio that I've had some experience with before of attending classes there. Um, and we have uh, the owner and I have a mutual acquaintance and um, whom I respect a lot. And um, My why is that I kind of, I really believe in the material I'm going to present yeah. and, and I want to, you know, be able to, um, I just want to be able to, to bring it out there into the world more. I want to give more people the opportunity of being introduced to some of these ideas about movement and lifestyle habits and how you might even transfer the knowledge of that into a yoga practice, you know, yeah. for those, because it is as, at a yoga studio and I have a background in yoga from years past. Um, I find that it's really interesting not to take what we do in a studio and extrapolate it into the rest of our lives and vice versa and see how like how we're living affects our exercise how our exercise can affect our living if we're an intentional about it you know yeah. Yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. some really interesting ideas and in a nice process and nice workshop that i've done before at a different studio and i just love to be able to like yeah see if it's iterative and i can keep bringing it out to more places yeah so i can sense your excitement in your why and you really want to bring this out there and share your gifts with the world right yeah so that part you got down it <laughs> feels really good mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and the how right doing it with her in the yoga studio right so you have a choice to make are you mm -hmm. Like your choice is either you you work with her, figure out your title, <laughs> deal with yeah. the pain that comes with it, right? Because like mm -hmm. human relationships, mm -hmm. there's always something going on, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I, I'm, what just came up to me is it's so interesting how the dirty pain, to stick with that topic, um, keeps feeding on itself. And yeah, can like create totally more stories exactly. out of more stories and more stories on that. And so I was just asking myself just now, like, well, what's the the holdback? What's the hesitancy for just like 
sitting down because the solution to the problem is just you know take a few minutes and sit down and review the my um, synopsis of the workshop and and just come up with the title you know no big deal try it out maybe she doesn't like it maybe maybe I maybe I need two or three times to work on it who knows but the um, the dirty pain comes up of oh, but it's going to take so much time and I don't have that much time. I have other things I need to spend time doing. And, you know, there's all these mental yeah. challenges that gets yeah, in the yeah, way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just noticing that it's like sort of survival patterns, protective parts coming up, right? And acknowledge all those parts of you that are scared and afraid and not really willing and afraid of rejection, protecting mm. you from feeling certain things and... And then sometimes we just do it anyway because the growth is more important than yeah comfort. Like outside of the comfort zone is where the magic happens. You have your why, you want to do it. Yeah, and it's that, and I'm totally a believer that it's like edging into the comfort zones and to the edge of discomfort is what's actually yeah. going to yeah. help us grow. Um, not pushing too hard because that can have an adverse effect, but, but little edges out are, are great. Um, and it's, you know, it's, we were just talking before we started recording and I found, and I keep coming back to this theme is how willing are we to sit in just mild amounts of discomfort? Yeah. 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 And how the dirty pain thoughts come in to like tell me to back away from the discomfort to like find something else to do to you know quit entirely or do you know go something do something where i retreat back into myself or back into my own my own comfort zone and the real and i know that you know so it's so helpful to talk this through that mm. i know it that that consciously being aware of where this discomfort happens and being willing to sit there and be with it for a bit, maybe even do some parts work and talk to yeah, 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 yeah. the yeah. thoughts that come up and go, okay, what are you trying to say? And how can I soothe you? How can I make you feel better? Yeah. But not retreat, stay there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the sorry feelings are here to teach us something and point us in the direction, point yeah. to unmet needs, point to cross boundaries. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just point you to something that's not quite the way you want it to be. Yeah. And you get to make a different choice. Yeah. So sitting in the discomfort is really good. And I think we, as a culture, have this limiting belief that happy feels good always. <laughs> Right. But fact of the matter yeah. is growth and expansion, overcoming challenges, that's what really feels good. Having a purpose and going for what we yeah. want, that feels good. And that does not always make you feel good in the moment. Right. So it's yeah, okay to feel bad. Always. We don't need to judge if it feels bad for a minute. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> It's okay to feel a little bit bad. And, you know, because what makes it actually really feel bad is the, all the thoughts that surround the moment of feeling bad. <laughs> there you go. Bingo. You got it. 
right? Actually, in the moment of discomfort or effort or a little bit of a struggle, it's really not so bad if you're focused and engaged. And this just came to me as the um, the whole like concept of flow state, you know, from that um, Mikhail Csikszentmihalyi. Yeah, if I pronounce that correctly, I don't know. Maybe, maybe vaguely correctly, um, is always about being at that edge. You know, like you actually get the most satisfaction being right at the edge of your capabilities. Too much, discouraging, too little, boredom, but like right in the middle. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, what it makes me realize is that there is um, the discomfort there is actually just a bit of fear for me of uh, rejection. And I think that's, you know, trying to push out into a new boundary, a new space, a new studio, yeah. a new population of people. There is a little bit of a fear there. Of, yeah. And uh, totally understandable. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're human. Social creature, rejection is scary, right? Rejection means death. We need the social aspect. We like to be accepted and so on, right? So that's a survival mechanism. Totally understandable. And sometimes I find it helpful in that scenario to do like a worst case yeah. scenario thing. So what's the worst that could happen here? The, no, really, practically, the worst that could happen would be like, ah, I don't find a very marketable title. And then what happens? Um, Then she says, work on it some more or come back to me when you find a title. (laughs) And then the workshop doesn't happen until that happens. I don't know. I find I'm just bringing that worst up in the light from the shadow. It's like, oh, wait, how do you feel about that all happening? Like, is that, how bad is that on a scale? (laughs) the it's not it's moderate it's very moderate because the what is bad about that is it fight is it contending with my sense of urgency of wanting to like do more things now you know yeah yeah. and so if it wasn't going to happen for a couple of months is that really a bad thing you know versus like next month um no you know maybe that's the timing it needs right it all happens for a reason but there is that that time urgency that's uh, another program running i think (laughs) there you go and noticing is the first step right i have my hip leap process it's like noticing is the first step so noticing noticing what's happening which you're very much doing and then accepting that it's happening that's the next step because we can't change anything if we don't accept it's happening so really just sitting with it and allowing it. And that's what you're talking about with sitting in that discomfort. It's like, you're allowing it, you're accepting it. This is what's going on. I mm-hmm. want it now. And that's where the yeah. inner self can show up for all the parts and all the thoughts. It's like, yeah, I see you. I get it. Of course you want it now. That makes sense. Be so much mm-hmm. nicer and easier if you had it now. Of course you do. So just accepting, it's okay. This is happening and it's okay. And then you can shift and try something different. 
Yeah. So what could you try that's different? Like what's a baby step to move this thing in the right direction that you like? Well, um, I'm thinking of two, two things. One is I just reread my, the description of my uh, plan for this workshop. That's, that's one thing that will prime my brain a bit to go, okay, what, what do I call this? And the second thing is I can just literally just sit with a piece of paper and just brainstorm titles. I can just write out five, 10 titles or how many I can think of in five minutes, you know? Yes. Yes. And, and have you sticks. tried uh, chat GBT AI? Oh, I've never tried that before. No. Yeah. Yeah. So pull up chat GPT and say, I'm hosting a workshop for this and that, and it involves this and this and that. Put your current title in. What are 10 marketable titles for oh, a yoga studio? And then it'll come up with 10 titles. That's amazing. I've never actually knew that as a tool that I that I could use. I haven't explored that yet. Yeah, I learned about that in my marketing class. It's fascinating. Oh, beautiful. And it gives you lots of ideas, which gets your brain juices flowing. And then from there, you can keep going. So it's a great way to get out of feeling stuck. That's cool. At least like yeah. a good brain. A new tool we all have, which is both scary and cool all at the same huh. time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so it just scours the internet and looking for what other people are doing, what they're calling it, what people are clicking on. I don't even know what, <laughs> what that does, but anyway, you can try oh, I love that. that. Yeah, and, no, I, I really think that that's a great resource. And then send five or 10 titles to the yoga studio lady and see, what do you think? Do, do, how yeah. do you like What these? about these three things? What, <laughs> right? what are, and then, yeah. and then action brings confidence. Action brings clarity. So just do something and see what happens. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It's um I the thing I noticed and as we were talking is like how amazing it always is to literally bring it bring like these little issues to a coach and yes. actually to talk it through. <laughs> because I could probably bring myself through some process like this on my own but like all these other things tend to get in the way like other unfocused thoughts or I think that maybe there's a different insights that don't come focus along. This is probably the biggest problem when we do it for ourselves, right? It's so hard yeah. to put ourselves because those beliefs keep popping up and in. And when right. you yeah. have a coach yeah. to hold space and just keep asking the questions. Yeah. I know that about myself, right? I can't do it for myself. I can do it for others. Yeah, and exactly. that's why I think podcasts like this are so helpful for listeners because we all have the same stuff going on. We all have some situation we're upset about and can't stop looping about right now, right? And if you're listening to the <laughs> podcast, you can think about your thing and just sort of follow along. So as I'm coaching, 100%. someone else can be coached at the same time. Yeah, so... I appreciate you showing up and you stepping in and you sharing vulnerably and you well, have thank you so much. breakthrough 
So what would you say is your, your aha moment or your breakthrough for this one? You know, this is great. It's, it's, it's um, the first step was just kind of re uh, shifting the, let me back up even one number step there is just pausing a moment mm. and then asking basically, is this real or is this sort of imagined? Is it clean pain or is it dirty pain? Yeah. Cause then that kind of then guides you and guides me how to take the next step. I can either work with my own thoughts for a bit and clean that up. Or if it is clean pain, you know, if I, actually injured myself, I can go put a Band-Aid on it or something. I can, I can actually deal with the actual, actual uh, thing. Um, so it's always, you know, it's, it's being able to, you know, and I'm putting it into this coaching perspective, not, not to keep talking here, but um, this helped. I think it is like creating a container for the problem to work with, you know, like mm. I have these, Tari feelings about this situation. And then I made a commitment with you to just sit with it for a moment and talk it through. It's beautiful. Now, and now I'm feeling like, oh, okay, this is very, very simple. I can just do these yeah. couple simple steps. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Good job. I celebrate yeah. you. Good work. Yay. Yay. Right. Thank, Thank you much. so much. <laughs> Changing the world one hipply moment at a time. Becoming fluent in a new language takes time, grace, and lots of practice. I invite you to join me every week as I practice with callers and interview experts. If you like what we're doing here, please consider hitting subscribe. Rating, reviewing, and sharing this with your friends to help grow the podcast. I appreciate your support. And finally, if you find yourself in a Tari situation and want to practice hiply with me on the podcast, please apply via email at hiplylol at gmail.com. Hiplylol at gmail.com. Until next time. <laughs>